This is Under Understood. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, Adrian. I have a question from a listener. Okay. It's about something that has been hiding in plain sight for 27 years, something that millions of people have seen millions of times and never noticed. Okay. Mm. The listener is Kevin, one of our fantastic, incredible listeners. Kevin sent us an email with the subject line. Jeff Goldblum has a tattoo in Jurassic Park. No one noticed. No one can identify. Help. Help. Oh, God. (laughs) Help. I'm going to share a screenshot from Jurassic Park. Okay. Huh. Kind of looks like a domino. That's what I was going to say. Okay, yeah. Can someone describe what is in this screenshot? So this is Jeff Goldblum in the movie Jurassic Park. Looking a little sweaty. Yeah, he's looking kind of wet. Uh, (laughs) okay so he's got some dimmed glasses on he's got his sleeves rolled up it looks like he's like running or hiding or fighting something he's holding a flare oh right okay so this is when he was holding the flare he's distracting the t-rex from the children right he's jumped out of the car to try to save the the children from the t-rex by waving a flare know that i've seen jurassic park oh Regina! wow it took me a while too anyway he's holding up his arm i guess the flares in his hand that's cropped out of this but and on his forearm on the inside of his forearm sort of close to his elbow is a tattoo that looks like about the size and shape of a domino like a domino piece and can you tell what it is uh no, again, it looks like um, it looks like maybe a domino, but it doesn't or like a can of soup. <laughs> it's a can of soup. <laughs> Basically, it's a rectangle, and it's black, and it looks like there's some kind of illustration or characters or something inside the rectangle. It, it almost looks like it's been superimposed into the frame. Like, it's, yeah, it kind of does. It's super dark. Yeah, it looks very crisp. It's contrasty. Yeah, Kevin's boyfriend, whose name is Rostin is the one who actually noticed the tattoo. We did a Skype call in the beginning of April when most of the country was under some sort of stay-at-home order due to the novel coronavirus outbreak. You should probably explain what that is in case our listeners out there don't know what the coronavirus is. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are going to see my closet. Don't judge. Cool. Hey, it's all good. It's quarantine times. I know. Hi. Everyone's struggling. <laughs> Me too. We like, I was like, I gotta put on a hat. <laughs> Rostin works in social media marketing. And at the time we spoke, one of his clients was Universal, which was great because he's a huge Jurassic Park fan. So I'm basically kind of spending all day scrubbing through the Jurassic films and uh, and playing with dinosaurs all day. So it's, it's kind of a dream job because I've been obsessed with this franchise since I was like four years old. And I was scrubbing through at one point, I think it's the scene where uh, Ian, being Jeff Goldblum, he pulls out the flare and the T-Rex is chasing him. And, uh, and I saw like this like black dot on his forearm and I was like, what is that? So I like put up the contrast and I saw that he had a tattoo. And which is weird because I've seen this movie like a thousand times. I've never seen this tattoo on this character. 
So you guys saw this screenshot he's talking about. The tattoo is clearly there. It's very clear. It's actually kind of crisp that you can see the tattoo, but you can't see what the tattoo is supposed to be depicting. So Rostin starts searching online and he can't find this tattoo anywhere. It's not on the merch. It's not on any fan art. It's only visible really in like three scenes in the whole movie. Including that really iconic scene though. Right. So it's, you see it for half a second when he's walking up to the sick triceratops. And then you see it when he is, uh, when he has the flare during the the, um, T-Rex breakout scene. And then you see it like quickly in the shot where he's like laying down lounging with his shirt off, <laughs> which I think is kind of the more more iconic uh, frame from that film. But you you see half of it's covered up by a bar. And then I looked into the sequel, the the Lost World, because he's in that as well. But he's wearing like a turtleneck and a jacket the whole entire movie. <laughs> so he wonders if maybe it's just a tattoo that belongs to Jeff Goldblum, the actor. Like it's a real tattoo. Yeah. So he checks that. He doesn't have any tattoos, but there's a long list of people who have tattoos of his face all over them. <laughs> so when you search like Jeff Goldblum tattoo, a bunch of other different tattoos pop up that have nothing to do with um, Jeff Goldblum having a tattoo. Have I ever told you guys about my Jeff Goldblum tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jeff Goldblum, to be frank, is sort of like a sex icon. So Oh, easily. So... <laughs> There are lots of photos of his flesh fr- from different angles. What a choice mm-hmm. of words. It shouldn't be hard to find a photo of his inner arm. There's got to be a photo no, of him. No, there's lots of photos, lots of photos of his inner arm. Right. No photos that show a tattoo anywhere. And he's also said that he doesn't have any tattoos. Oh, really? Yeah, he's reacted to the fact that fans have tattoos of his face and said in that context, that he doesn't have any tattoos. And he also has a segment on his new show on Disney+, Plus, which is called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Right. Yes, I've watched it. And there's one episode where he does something on tattoo culture, and he's like, why do people get tattoos? I want to understand this. Mm. Hey, here's what I'm thinking about. Why do people get tattoos? I myself... Never had a tattoo. Anyway, Rostin uses Kevin's Reddit account to post this screenshot on the Jurassic Park subreddit. And it's pretty clear that people have no idea that this tattoo is there. People online, when you first posted it, were like, you made this up. Yeah, like, that's and true. Then people, the people knew better on Reddit, what, like uh, users that people knew better on Reddit went back and like confirmed it and were like, it is there. They were Stop like, yeah, they're like, you photoshopped this. And then someone was like, I just like whipped out, look, I wonder if it's on like the remaster version. Someone was like, oh, I whipped out my VHS and like I was able to find it and it's, it's there. It's just blurry. All right. So here are some of the responses from Redditors. My gods, I too have seen the movie countless times and never noticed. I feel like I've been lied to my entire life. Someone else says, how have I never noticed this? Question mark, exclamation point. And another person says, this is blowing my mind. Those are very representative comments of this Reddit thread. Some commenters pointed out that the tattoo is actually missing in some spots, like even in that same scene in a different shot with the T-Rex in the Jeep. Uh, you can see Jeff Goldblum's arm and the tattoo doesn't seem to be there. They also had some guesses, including uh, maybe that it was some kind of chaos theory symbol because Jeff Goldblum's character is really into chaos theory. One person thought it was a rose. 
until I realized that his arm is up and like with his fist up in the air. So now we don't even know if it's upside down or not. <laughs> so we really don't know which way to look at it. And uh, someone else said it looked like maybe it was a playing card, which would make sense because Ian Malcolm is apparently a poker player in the books. I see the playing card. I do not see the rose, but... Yeah, I don't know. Nobody on Reddit has anything helpful to add. So Rostin posts the same thing on Twitter. And he posts on Instagram and tries to get everybody to at Jeff Goldblum to ask him what the tattoo is. He looks into the cast and crew of the original film to see if he has any connections there. No dice. And then he tries reaching out to Jeff Goldblum through Jeff Goldblum's uh, community phone number. (laughs) which is something that the actor released like five months ago. Hey, I'm always looking for cool new ways to interact with all of you. That's true. Um, I'm going to now give you the number. Ready? That's 310-620-6558. Okay. That's the number, and that really is my number. I mean, I'm going to have a phone with that number on it. And we can TXT. (laughs) That was a Facebook video that Jeff Goldblum posted. So upsetting. So, unfortunately, Rostin did text the community number and did not receive a reply from Jeff Goldblum. So, that was a bust on the community number. I I think there's another way, too. Like, if it's not a real tattoo, it was put on him by someone probably in makeup. Right. I have some ideas around this, too. I actually think Jeff Goldblum might give a trolley answer Yeah. if asked about this directly. I think we should work both angles. Also, have you found any, like, official copies of the Jurassic Park script? I can't—I couldn't—I found some online, but it's hard to tell if it's how official it is, how complete. Did you search it for tattoo? I did, and there were no mentions of tattoo, and there's no real—there isn't really a detailed— physical description of Ian Malcolm. It just says like 40-ish. How about in the Michael Crichton book? Um, People did search tattoo in the Michael Crichton book and it had zero results. This is what's weird about this though. Like if it's not a real tattoo, it was put there purposely by someone. So like who, who would make that decision? Right. Someone in makeup. Is it makeup though? Or is it like... Makeup or costume. Or is that a directorial decision? Does this go all the way to Spielberg? (laughs) Call Steve. So I asked Rostin, what what would you want to know in order to feel satisfied? I would want to know what the tattoo is. And this is not just idle curiosity for trivia's sake. There's a reason Rostin wants to know what this tattoo is. Okay, here's here's another thing. <laughs> Long before this, I've always wanted the Jurassic Park tattoo because it's my favorite movie. It's why I wanted to get into entertainment. I, uh, it was the first like non-animated or like child movie that I saw when I was four. But um, but yeah, so I've always wanted the Jurassic Park tattoo, but I never really knew. Like I don't want like a giant skeleton on me. I didn't want the logo because it's I don't know. So I just kind of always trying trying to figure it out. Um, and then this kind of fell into my lap. And uh, if if we can figure out what it is, and it is thematically uh, Jurassic, then I probably would get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have to figure this out because obviously it would be the perfect tattoo for Rostin. 
Yeah. I mean, I think I would go as far as to say that the four of us should also get the tattoo. Uh, okay, maybe. <laughs> you haven't even seen the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. I think Regina just really wants a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I have no tattoos, you know, it could be interesting. This seems... <laughs> the bar for this just keeps getting higher and higher. Um, I did have something else. Oh, well, and the other thing, and it's... They're currently filming Jurassic World Dominion and Jeff Goldblum is in it. And I just think it would be a really sad missed opportunity if they forgot to put his tattoo in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I think they're, they're only a couple weeks into it and it's been halted because of the coronavirus. Oh wow. Right. So I feel that it is now our mission to find out the nature of this tattoo, deliver the information to Rostin so he can get it on his body and then also deliver it to the cast and crew of Jurassic World Dominion before they start shooting again. Wow. <laughs> All right. I think we can do it. Coming up, Adrian finds an answer 65 million years in the making. Hello, listener. This is Billy. And this is when I tell you how you can support the show. We have a Patreon. That's the thing that makes Under Understood continue to exist. If you join our Patreon, you'll get access to all kinds of stuff, our private Discord community, trivia nights. But we also do a whole second podcast every week, including weeks that the main show is on hiatus. This week, we talk about misinformation that started on TikTok including a get-rich-quick scheme that involves putting an ATM in your bedroom. You can find out more by going to our Patreon by clicking the link at the bottom of the show notes or by going to patreon.com slash underunderstood. Thank you so much to everyone who has supported us so far. All right, back to the show. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey. Hi, Adrian. So it's been a while. It's been 10 months. Has it really been? It's been 10 months? months. It's been 10 months. We talked about Jurassic Park. A lot of things happened. There was an election. There was an inauguration. The novel coronavirus pandemic continues to rage. Mm. And in the middle of all of this, I have been desperately trying to figure out Ian Malcolm's tattoo. (laughs) Priorities. So first of all, I emailed Jeff Goldblum's publicist, who was very nice and said, no, he is not doing a ton of press right now. And then I saw Jeff Goldblum do a bunch of press. So I <laughs> so I emailed her again and I was like, I noticed Jeff is doing some press. I thought maybe he would be available for this. And she said, oh, no, I'm sorry. Very nicely. And then I emailed her a third time and she said no again. Very nicely. At least she was nice every time. At least she was nice. Yeah. I mean, I emailed Colin Trevorrow's public relations firm twice and they didn't respond. So I figured if I couldn't talk to Jeff, 
There was one person who worked on the film who would definitely know if this tattoo was supposed to be there. And if so, what it was. And that was Anna Maria Quintana. Oh, I was going to guess the (laughs) T-Rex. Hello? Hi, can you hear me now? Anna Maria was the script supervisor on Jurassic Park, which means she was responsible for continuity, and that includes everything from details in script to props and costumes, lines, positions on the scene, making sure the actor has the same energy if they're shooting parts of the same scene on different days, all that stuff. She was also the script supervisor on many other films, including the original Blade Runner, American Beauty, Saving Private Ryan, The Hunger Games, Indiana Jones, two SpongeBob movies. You know, no big deal. So she would theoretically have been, you know, responsible for, say, hypothetically, him having a tattoo in some shots and not others? Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Hmm, okay. Oh, wow, there were three SpongeBob movies. Where have I been? (laughs) When I walk on a set, I've always said this, by the time I get, I I enter the stage and I walk to where the monitors are, I've been asked five different questions. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of questions? Well, it could be like, oh, Maria, you know, there's going to be a clock. What time is it? Oh, you know what? Did we shoot that two shot? Or the DP will say, can you, when you have a chance, give me the slate number because I want to look at that close up because I want to match it to this. Or the actor will come and say, when you get a chance, um, did I say those lines or did I change it? And what did I change it to? Script supervisors typically sit next to the director and they have to like sort of mind meld with them. This seems like such a fun job. It does. I know. Oh my God. I was going to say it seems so stressful. You just have to like extremely nerd out on every film you're on before Mm -hmm. it's been made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anna Maria first met Steven Spielberg when she was the script supervisor for Hook and she actually thought he didn't like her. They didn't have this close relationship like she had had with other directors in the past. And she felt like sometimes he was ignoring her. I said, he'll never call me again. He he doesn't like me. Of course, he called again for his next film, which was Jurassic Park. She said, for Jurassic Park, everyone was on top of their game, so prepared. The actors, Steven Spielberg knew every shot he needed, and there weren't a lot of continuity challenges. There was one thing that came up later. About eight years ago or something, someone, I was interviewed here about Steven or something, and if it was for a TV show or something, and they interviewed me, and they said that people were really upset because there's a scene in Jurassic Park with the goat. Uh Uh-huh. And what is it is that if you can see the thing, you can tell that there is no cliff. And then when you cut to the goat, the coat is on the flatland, so where's the cliff? And of course, they showed it to me, and I looked at it, and I said, you know, first of all, I don't think anyone realized that until somebody started picking at it. And of course, if you do pick at things, you will find things, you know, but it worked. And obviously, the movie worked because it made a fortune. <laughs> obviously, the movie was a huge hit. I didn't want to, like, call Anna Maria out, like whoever this dweeb was who asked her about this, but I did want to ask her about this tattoo. If a character has a tattoo as part of their costume, like it's not the actor's tattoo, is that something that the script supervisor would pay attention to? I mean, it's my job to make sure, like, oh, my God, he just walked in and everyone forgot the tattoo, especially (laughs) if it's part of the character. That is really, I mean... 
that would be an incredible, incredible oversight, you know. Um, but it would be my job at the end to make sure, you know, where is it, you know, mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. Did we do something in Jurassic Park? <laughs> so I told her about the tattoo, and she did not remember it being part of the character design. It could be that Jeff, you know, wanted to add that to his character, but I don't know. You Are you sending it to my AOL or my... Uh... I texted it to you. Oh, you texted it to me. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so she did not recognize it. But she gave me a hint for where to go next. Now, the best person to ask about something like this would be our, um, who was our lead? Was it, was it Christina Smith? I would ask her because she would definitely know. Lead with what? Lead makeup person. Do you mind just saying who you are and uh, that you worked on Jurassic Park? Yeah. This is Christina Smith, and I was the head makeup artist on Jurassic Park. Was the makeup on Jurassic Park, the first film, particularly challenging? No, it was pretty easy. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't mean that being rude or anything, but... Because it was all about the, uh, the dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Wait, so was, it, was there a different makeup artist for the dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> the people basically just had to get, like, dirtier and sweatier. Exactly. That's, the... That's exactly what she told me. They had to get... Uh, there was a progression of dirt and blood. And that was the most of what makeup had to do, really. Again, sounds like a great job. <laughs> Do you just want to make Jurassic Park, John? Yeah. That's- <laughs> so I sent Christina the image of the tattoo, and she told me that they did not give Jeff Goldblum's character a tattoo. Oh, God. What? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> he, it could, was it sure it wasn't dirt or something on his arm? Yeah. It's definitely something. It's in a couple different scenes. If you check the email, you can see the photos that I attached to the yeah, email. I, I saw that, yeah. But oh, you I, saw it, okay. I saw that, yeah, but I couldn't make it out either. I know that we didn't put anything on him. You do? Okay. You're sure about no, that? For sure. For sure. I'm 100%. What? This makes no sense. <laughs> She's like, I wouldn't have been able to make a fake tattoo with my blood and sweat kit. It's in multiple scenes. Did he just go rogue and put something on his arm? Yeah, I don't understand. It's very distinct. It's like a crop circle type of pattern. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't look accidental. Christina did say she still had her continuity book from the movie and she promised me she would check it for any tattoo photos. Oh. So wait, is a continuity book like she takes like Polaroids of stuff on set and just puts them in? Yeah. Okay. That's so cool. It's like her own little like uh, memento situation. So she said that she gave she gives some stuff to the academy the academy collects this sort of memorabilia but she kept her continuity book from jurassic park huh good for her yeah but she can at least check it right yeah anyway meanwhile you remember there was this other angle to this right we wanted to find out the tattoo but we also wanted to get a message to Colin Trevorrow, the director of the new Jurassic World movie, because Jeff Goldblum is in it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, maybe if I go back and take that angle, Colin Trevorrow will be in a better position to figure this out. He can just make a few calls, hit up the Universal archive. He's already on set with half the cast from the original film because Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, B.D. Wong, and Samuel are all in the new one, Jurassic World Dominion. Wait, are they really? Mm-hmm. Doing what? Acting, John. <laughs> I mean, you'll have to wait until June 2022 to find out. Uh. Unfortunately, as I mentioned, Colin Trevorrow's publicist is icing me out. Nice. So I took a very indirect route and messaged someone Colin Trevorrow follows on Twitter who also <laughs> happens to follow me. Oh, wow. Okay. My name's Dom Nero, and I am a video editor on staff at Esquire, and I also write about film, comedy, video games, and a whole bunch of stuff for the website as well. So Dom wasn't sure when or why Colin Trevorrow followed him on Twitter, but he thinks it might have had something to do with a story he wrote for Esquire. So Colin Trevorrow was originally supposed to direct Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh. You know, there's like a lot of shakeup with Disney firing people working on the Star Wars movies. Yeah. So apparently Disney didn't like the script that he wrote, so they fired him and they got J.J. Abrams. But this script that Colin wrote, which was called The Duel of the Fates. That script leaked and we were at, at Esquire like reading it together and I pitched a story of just like, this seemed like a very cool, like heavy metal take on Star Wars. And I think it might've been better than The Rise of Skywalker, which I thought was a pretty mediocre movie. So I wrote that story and I think maybe I tagged him when I tweeted it and then he followed me. So as anyone who uses Twitter knows, if someone is following you, you can direct message them. And that's what I wanted Dom to do. For me to Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> Slide in, Dom. Slide in. I wrote like a a thing for you to copy and paste to him and then a, a couple screenshots from the film of the tattoo. And then uh, you sent that along. And um, did you copy and paste that verbatim and send the images? I did. I'm looking at my exchange with him right now. It's, it's uh, yes, word for word. Okay. And what time of day did you send that? Let's see here. I sent this message on October 11th at 1139 a.m. Okay. And then how long did it take you to get a response? He wrote back at 4 a.m. the next day. Okay. So you woke up to it. And what did the message say? He said, hey, Dom, neither Jeff or I have seen this before, and he doesn't remember it but an active investigation is underway. <gasps> oh my God. Oh. An active investigation. He talked to Jeff Goldblum about it. Mm-hmm. This is incredible that this worked. I know. I think we got lucky because Colin was filming Jurassic World Dominion and with Jeff Goldblum and all these other people. And then, and someone on set had just tested positive for COVID like four days before this. So they have a bunch of downtime in London. (laughs) So they were in a two week quarantine. Exactly. (laughs) 
So Dom and Colin go back and forth about this where Dom keeps trying to redirect Colin to me. He gave Dom my Twitter, <laughs> gave him my email address, asked him to follow me, but Colin just keeps sending messages to Dom through Twitter. <laughs> and then he just like, he sort of drops off. Like it's like that thing where each message you send, like it takes longer to get a message back. <laughs> it's it's putting Dom in a more and more uncomfortable position. Exactly. Right, exactly. Dom is like, please get me out of this. <laughs> with, with a filmmaker he likes and respects. <laughs> right. Exactly. But Colin had implied that he'd be willing to do an interview. He just sort of kept not committing to a specific date. So first he said it would have to wait until Jurassic World Dominion wrapped. Then he said there was just too much intense political news going on, which sort of makes sense. I don't know if you remember, but there were some moments when it felt difficult to concentrate on anything other than U.S. political news. So finally I said, Dom, okay, we just need to ask him one more time. I think, you know, I have to be prepared and you have to be prepared for for radio silence. To be blocked. Or, yeah, I mean, maybe I might get reported. <laughs> no, oh, I, I, I just, I do, <laughs> I do kind of anticipate him not responding because I think? do get the vibe that That's he's the like. That's wrong attitude. You can't okay, have that. If right. you have that attitude, then, then that guarantees the outcome. So I'm definitely starting to spiral a little bit uh, as well as Dom is too. And the time that Dom and I were talking, it's like around 10 p.m. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I have to call Billy. Oh, wait, he's calling me back. Okay. Hey, Billy. Hello. Do you, I'm talking to Dom Nero. Do you have a second? Are you at your computer? Can you hop on? Uh, sure. Yeah, you like with my mic? Yeah, ideally. So I told Billy that Dom and I were, like, struggling with how to reach out to this, this like, ultra-famous A-list director. In the past, it seemed like he got a little bit distracted by political news. And I worry that there's about to be a lot of political news or whether we should wait until there's no political news on the horizon. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I've... I've been having to go through the same consideration just in general, not for people that I'm even particularly worried are <laughs> super plugged in and can't focus on anything else, but just because I, it's hard to expect anyone else to, at least in America, I feel like right now. So, uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think in general, push for right now. Why not? You can always push for later, later, but why not push for right now, right now? Oh, I'm getting that as a tattoo. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I think that we should just send a message tonight and like, you know, if he blocks Dom, he blocks Dom. <laughs> That's fine. Dom can deal with it. <laughs> I'm willing to take the fall here. Is this working? This is me, yeah? You sound great. Thanks. Hi. Thank you so Hi. much for doing this. You, you're you like, you are a class act. I'm so happy. Oh, We really pleasure. appreciate it. I just like talking to other people. Wait, you got him? 
So that's Colin Trevorrow. You didn't tell me that you got him. Yeah, of course we got him. <laughs> you, you called me in the middle of the night to say I don't have anything. I thought I figured once you did have something, you would let me know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whatever we came up with, whatever we said worked. And he put me through to his assistant, not the publicist. And they set it up. He lives in the countryside outside of London. He's in like a very nice kind of suburban white dad-looking office with a couch and a guitar and a couple lamps. This is the editing room for Jurassic World Dominion. You're looking at it. Everyone remembers Roston, right? The Jurassic Park superfan who yeah. started this whole journey. Mm-hmm. I pulled Roston in for this call. <gasps> Colin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Colin could understand the stakes here. I've always wanted a Jurassic Park tattoo. Sure. And... That comes in many forms. And so my thinking was that, like, if this is a character-centric, like a, like a tattoo made for this character, then, um, then I would get it in a heartbeat. So, Colin, I sent you this message sort of via an intermediary, and it sounded like you actually talked about this on set. We did. How did that go? This was a, a little, this was like a mini mystery for a few days. Multiple uh, department heads were involved <laughs> in this conversation. Why it became an issue is that uh, Jeff in the film wears long sleeves uh, for a big chunk of his appearance, but at a certain point, uh, the sleeves were going to roll up. And we hadn't shot the part when the sleeves roll up yet. And so when this came up, I felt like, oh, I missed this. You know, I, I, I should know this. This is my job. And I, I screwed up. So, oh, my God. I like that he still classifies it as a mini mystery. Like, I would be having a complete full meltdown. And he's like, it's a mini mystery. <laughs> so Colin's producer, Annis Hamilton, comes up with this theory that maybe Jeff went to the club the night before. <laughs> And forgot to scrub the stamp off. (laughs) And got stamped on his forearm? Well, if he was trying to avoid having it be visible in the film and then just forgot (laughs) about it later. Like he knew he was going to forget to wash it off. It's really big, too. But Colin goes to the makeup department and they start going through the first film. And they realize the scene where Jeff Goldblum is holding up the flare was shot at Universal Studios. And the scene with the sick triceratops and the big pile of dinosaur poop where you can also see the tattoo was shot in Hawaii. Yeah. So, couldn't have been from a club. So, it could not have been from a club. Wow. I like how their first assumption is like, yeah, Jeff was just partying the night before. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There didn't seem to be any evidence for that whatsoever. They just jumped to that conclusion. So, uh, we started scrubbing through the rest of the movie to see if it showed up in other places. And there are scenes where he doesn't have it also. And so it got even more confusing. And so I, of course, asked him, because we're just living in a hotel together. So I just, he would sit in the, the lobby and there was like this lounge and he would just sit in there and play the piano. So I go downstairs and <laughs> I, I asked amazing. him, and we, I, I, I spent a, uh, an unexpected amount of time singing jazz standards with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> And uh, he had no memory of it at all. Uh, was confident that he never had a tattoo. And I showed him the picture and he had no memory of having a tattoo when he shot that scene. And he was convinced that it, that it was fake. Somebody must have yeah. put this on here. Um, <gasps> really? And so it's, it, 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 you know, the plot thickens. Wait, sorry. Convinced that like a fan faked it, that it's not in the actual movie? 
Like that we mm-hmm. sent a Photoshop or something? No, but they just scrubbed through the whole movie looking for the, the scenes. They, it's yeah, in there. Jeff, come on. Well, no, but he didn't He didn't scrub through it. Colin scrubbed through it. So Colin presents it to Jeff, and then Jeff is like, no, 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 no. Somebody fake this. And Colin's like, no, no, no. I don't have any answers for you. All I know is that he is pretty confident that he didn't, did not wear a tattoo in that movie, and yet it's evidence uh, that he had a tattoo in the movie. So where does that leave us? Did you ask the other original cast members, like Sam Neill, Laura Dern, B.D. Wong, none of them remember anything about clubbing or— None of them remember. They were all around because mm-hmm. everyone is around uh, often. And, um, yeah, no one, no one had any memory. And they, they, they hold those memories very close. And mm-hmm. we would talk about them all the time. And yet that one, no— um, and right around that time, it came up again because he did. He took a picture that was essentially his open-shirted, you know, iconic image of him lying down. Uh, mm-hmm. And he took it again. Uh, it, it, I, I can't remember what it was for. I, I think it's on the internet now. And even even then, we were like, "Well, are you? Should you put the tattoo on?" Because here we go. Jeff Goldblum recreated, you can see this on his Instagram, he recreated that scene with the open shirt for a Get Out the Vote campaign. It's kind of funny because he actually has his sleeve kind of rolled down over the spot. Oh my God. Sort of like leaving it open that it could appear later. But I guess they decided not to include the tattoo prominently. Right. But we got a little update while we were talking to Colin. I just got a text from Jeff Goldblum. Oh my gosh. I told him I was coming on. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to send him I'm going to send him this photo again just, okay. to, just you know while he's here I'm going to do Amazing. a screenshot. This is all going to happen live. So that photo that you just sent me was screenshotted and is going to him. Okay. Uh just in case he has a sudden maybe he'll have a sudden mm-hmm. flash of recollection. He said, maybe we were fooling around in the makeup trailer that day. You mentioned like Lawrence Harvey and Manchurian Candidate. I might have a hazy recollection. A mm-hmm. lot of things come along with, with classic movie references with, mm-hmm. with Mr. Goldblum. I might have a hazy recollection. Uh, I mean, that's maybe he never planned to do this and they were just having fun. And suddenly uh, it became part of the character. Okay, so here's the working theory. It seems like Jeff Goldblum went rogue, came up with this tattoo, drew it on himself in the makeup trailer one day, and then repeated the tattoo for other scenes, but not all of them, all without consulting with the head makeup person or anyone else who was part of the crew. So what you're saying is Jeff Goldblum was so preoccupied with whether or not he could give himself a tattoo (laughs) that he didn't stop to think if he should. So if Jeff drew a tattoo on his arm in the makeup trailer, I wanted to know what Christina Smith thought about that. Knowing him, and I like Jeff, <laughs> of course. But he's a little bit goofy, you know, and as you know. And he could have been sitting there in his trailer or something with a pen and just decided to draw something on his arm. I have no idea. 
because I would have killed him <laughs> had we not put it in continuity. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That must be maddening. Right? <laughs> so, Christina, you remember she told me she would look through her continuity books? Yeah. She did. And there is no tattoo on Jeff Goldblum's character. <laughs> wow. He went rogue. <laughs> it's like, what is it? Soft cannon? What do we call that? Soft cannon. He's now referencing that you're like, uh, you're Antonioni's blow up for Jurassic Park. Uh, does anyone know this film, Blow Up? We were actually just talking about this at my work because I work with a bunch of film buffs because I work for a film school. Okay. But I don't totally understand the reference. Okay. I hadn't seen it, so I watched it. And I think he's referring to the fact that the movie sets up a murder mystery and then just doesn't solve it. So it has this unsatisfying ending. Sort of like where it becomes a meditation on truth. (laughs) So exactly what we want. Yeah. I mean, it's the worst outcome for a podcast like this. So I think... Colin was sensing my disappointment and Rawson's disappointment, and he had this idea. So he's like, okay, listen, the only person who can solve this mystery doesn't remember the answer. There's no set definition of what it is. Maybe he drew it on himself in the makeup trailer, but he doesn't remember what it was supposed to depict. Well, I mean, I have a proposition. Okay. Uh, Which is that I mean, you can define what it is because you're you're the resident authority on this now. Hmm. Um, you kind of have a PhD in this subject, if one's available. So he tells Rostin, just bring the picture to a tattoo artist, get something you think is cool, and then tell everyone that it's Ian Malcolm's tattoo because it is. Yes. <laughs> if you tell them that this is the tattoo... That's what it is. And then he gets one last text from Jeff Goldblum. Oh, he says, tell them, uh, love, love to you folks. Uh, um, so yeah, oh, so wow. it, it pretty much leaves you uh, with uh, with the ability to, to have that. I, I think you should do it. So Rostin and Kevin are currently playing around with some ideas and talking to tattoo artists. So one idea is to use the dragon curve, which is a type of fractal that appears at the start of each section of Jurassic Park, the book. Nice. Alongside a quote from Ian Malcolm. And their other idea was based on a project called the Butterfly Effect that was done by some design students. And one of these designs sort of looks like a mosquito. The tattoo will be had regardless. Whenever Rostin does get the tattoo, we will do an update and we will announce it as Ian Malcolm's official tattoo. Thanks for listening. Underunderstood is Billy Disney, Adrian Jeffries, John Lago Marcino, and me, Regina Delay. Special thanks to Don Nero, our Colin Trevorrow whisperer. If you enjoyed this episode or if you just enjoy the show in general, you can rate us on the Apple Podcasts app. That really goes a long way to help us. And also there's some haters in there. So like drown them out, please. You can also support us on Patreon. We'll put the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. 